You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I hope you're having a great day. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com, part of the Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated Network. You can find my work there. Please bookmark my page so you get all your Boston College news. On today's show, I'm going to give you three bold predictions for BC football heading into 2021. And you're going to want to hear that. Each section will be one of my previous predictions, excuse me, and I'll give you why I decided to pick what I did. So let's jump in. I had a whole bunch of predictions and I I promise you, I'm trying not to come across as a honk on this. I've told you before that I I value trying to be level-headed. It's tough at times because I am a Boston College grad, but I see what Boston College can do and I and I see the potential for the season. So I have three predictions and some of them are, are very optimistic. And I apologize if you're going, oh, AJ, th- you know, this team hasn't won more than six games in like seven years. Why would they do that now? Uh, so let's start with my first prediction. My first prediction in, is about Phil Dracovic. I predict this season that he's going to throw for over 300 yards per game. Now, I when I was thinking about Dracovic, I have said all along that, you know, like pro football focus, they have him as ranked as like the 109th quarterback. And I, I cannot stand some of the statistic analysis, the statistical analysis that they do over there because I feel like it's a completely biased and it doesn't give you an accurate picture for a guy that for many could be a dark horse to be one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the country. He could be a first-round draft pick next year. So last season, Jakovic he comes over from Notre Dame, and he earns the starting role at Boston College in uh, right away. Uh, you know, beating out Dennis Grozel in summer camp, and throws for 255 yards per game. You know, really revitalizing a passing offense that up to this point had you know under Steve Adazio was was very dormant. He showcased good legs and able to ability to to kind of make things happen, you know, with his physicality and the way that he could shed incoming defenders. He did it all. Now he got hurt twice. You know, he got hurt in two different games and uh, he was, he was banged up for that Syracuse game and missed the UVA game. So he threw for 255 yards. So I didn't want to, uh, 255 yards per game. I didn't want to put a total number of yards though. I could have, because you know, he's a physical player. There's always a possibility he could end up banged up at some point and miss a game. You don't want to think about that, but it could happen. So I wanted to stay with things that could actually happen. And for me, I think throwing for 300 yards is not that uh, out of the realm of possibility. So he threw for 255 last year. And that was with an offensive line that struggled as they learned a new system. And there was all that COVID stuff going on, right? So you have a new system on all offense, you know, they're trying to figure out Frank Signetti's offense. You have an offensive line that didn't get to train train as much as they'd like during the offseason, and they switched around some positions, and they were good on on offense, but they could still jump up. And that's where I think this – that's where my prediction comes in, right? So they lose Hunter Long. That's a big loss. You can't underestimate – you know, you can't undersell how much that means to Boston College, right? He was – Arguably, probably the second or third best tight end in the country. He was a humongous receiving threat that had, I think, six touchdowns, 57 receptions. He was, you know, he really revolutionized the tight end position at Boston College. And now he's gone. However, 
why I think Dracovic will take that step. First of all, he had a full spring in front of him. This is his second season, so he's not a rookie anymore. His offensive line not only are all returning, but they're returning to the positions they played in in 2019 when they were really good, right? Zion Johnson is not going to be a, be a tackle. When he was at a guard position, he was one of the best in the country, and I think he kind of got out of place last year when he had to cover. It sounds like from what I've heard that he was covering for an, uh, Tyler Vrabel, who was a little banged up. Now, Vrabel can go back to tackle where he was good at. And Petrula, uh, he'll be a tackle as well. So all your guys are slotted right back to where they should be. And for me, that is what's going to get Phil Dracovic over the hump because around him, he has some of the best weapons in the ACC. And I'll say that as a prediction right there. Zay Flowers is one of the most explosive wide receivers in the country. He may not have the best numbers and he's not probably the most complete wide receiver. I saw someone knocking him for his physicality. Yeah, he's not a physical wide receiver. He'd probably be the first to tell you that. But he's the most explosive. Like You get the ball in his hand and he could take it to the house every single time. You put him with Trey Barry, who's the new tight end, who could be like Hunter Long Light. I've heard he's more, you know, we've had some scouting reports on our site. He's more of a wide receiver than a tight end. So, but he's going to be out there. You have Kobe White, the leading wide receiver in 2019, returning this year. And I don't think it's fair to to have him be what he was, but he could be a solid piece. You have C.J. Lewis returning. You have the right running backs playing for you this year. I mean, not to knock on David Bailey, but... Having Alex Sinkfield or Travis Levy back there, guys that are supposed to do what they're going to do, are it's going to make this offense more effective. So all of those together, you add those in, you take out the Hunter Long piece um, and, and, and put that as a subtraction, I still think BC is going to throw for 300 yards. Now, they may get more balanced. I don't think they will, though. I think they're going to stick with the passing game. That's my prediction right there. So I'm putting Phil Dracovic as finishing with 300 yards. Do you agree with me? Put it on Locked On BC and let me hear what your thoughts are on this topic. In a moment, I'm going to get to my second prediction. But before we do, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the place to go for the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing and you can track it all at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. For the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses, and contest information. When you sign up and use promo code LOCKEDON, BetOnline is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. That's a win right there. Head on over to BetOnline and use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. So I gave you my first prediction. Phil Dracovic is going to throw for over 300 yards. Now I'm going to start to really get into some controversial topics here because my second prediction, I already know some of my my fans that are not going to agree with me, and that's okay. That's why I like doing this. I'm going to say that Boston College's defense will be top 35 this season, okay? Now, I'm not saying they're going to be elite. I'm not going to say they're going to be uh, take over games. I don't think they're that good. I do, however, think that they have a few things in place that are going to make them more explosive than last year. Now, the front line, you look at who they have on defensive end and defensive tackle. We talked about that. If you want a chance, go back and listen to our previews of defensive end and defensive tackle. Um they got some guys up there, you know, Marcus Valdez, Brandon Barlow, who I have not seen enough. I haven't seen them do enough to make me think that they could change games. They're solid. They make good plays here and there, but they don't, they're not um, 
I would say like, you know, all ACC at any level. I'm not I'm not sure what they can do there. However, I like where they're going with defensive tackle. So I, I feel like maybe, you know, two-fourths of the front line are, are where it needs to be. And, you know, they could always have, you know, they got some rookies coming in. And, you know, Nito Ekpala, freshman out of Georgia. I love him, and I've talked about him a lot on this podcast. So they got all these different guys that could plug in if they have to. But it's behind them that I get more and more impressed. So linebacker, Isaiah Graham Mobley, Cam Arnold, Bryce Steele. I think they're going to fit in much better in what uh, Jeff Halfley is trying to do on defense, to get speed out there, get guys that can move around and confuse offenses with. That's exactly what they want because when you have Cam Arnold and Bryce Steele, you can move them back if you need to, get them in coverage. You can have them uh, on pass attack. You can do all of that, um, and, and they're speedy. I like that. Now, as I've said on this podcast before, you had, you're had losing two linebackers, Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie, are on paper big losses, right? You know, McDuffie was a tackling machine. He was high motor. And Max Richardson was a smart player. But I think each of them had a little bit of a flaw. And I've talked about this a little bit, right? McDuffie, he played with like, you know, like a full head of steam, but sometimes he made the wrong reads and that bit him, right? He wasn't always at the, going at the right instincts. His instincts were off a little bit. Max Richardson did as much as he could give him the frame that he has, but he was not the fastest linebacker. So that bit him. Now you got some new guys in there. I think Isaiah Graham Mobley could be the next big linebacker, right? He could do a whole bunch of things. He just needs to stay healthy. And then you have Cam Arnold and Bryce Steele, who are safety linebackers. These are quicker guys that can move around the field. Now, they're going to make mistakes, but they could be more explosive. And I think that's what we need when you when I'm talking about a top 35 defense. Now, going back, you look at the, the secondary, and I love the secondary. I love what what Jeff Halfley has there. And it's credit to Steve Adazio, too, because most of these guys are Steve Adazio guys, so I have to give Adazio credit for who he was able to bring in. So Brandon Sebastian and Josh DeBerry, you know, as your top two cornerbacks, um, I, I like them going against anyone in the ACC, right? You know, they, they make the place. Josh DeBerry, I, I think, has a humongous ceiling for him. He's a physical player. He's got a good attitude. Sebastian is that lockdown cornerback. You know, a, a cornerback that they don't throw at all that often because he makes plays. And then you surround them with, it seems like, four safeties now between Jaden Lars Woodbay, Deion, Deion Jones, excuse me, Mike Palmer, and Jamin Muse. So you have four safeties that you can play. I love what Jaden Lars Woodbay is going to be able to do. If 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 Halfley can harness what he is capable of, that is your game changer on defense. That's what BC has lacked all the last couple of years. You know, since Zach Allen left, since Harold Landry left, Boston College has not had a defender that can take over games, and they got it in, in the transfer portal last year. Jaden Lars Woodbay, he just needs good coaching. And, and the ability to be put in a position to be successful and work a little bit. And he could do a whole bunch out there. He could he could shut down at safety a whole side of the field with his play. And he can he can be a defender that gets in on pass rushes. He can blitz. He can do a million different things. And I think Jeff Halfley sees that and, and he licks his lips because he's thinking, okay, I got a guy I can, sh- I can change offenses with because he's that good. So you have him out there too. Now – all of these pieces together, you look at where BC is. They took a step last year with a defense that had big flaws, right? We saw what they did against mobile quarterbacks. They struggled. But they still jumped over 50 spots from 2019 to 2020 under Jeff Halfley and Tim Lokobu. Now, next year, these guys have been in more. They're able to kind of – Halfley's been able to kind of pick pick who he needs. 
can they take a step another 40 spots? That's tougher, but I think they can do it. And as I said, I think Lars Woodbay in that secondary is going to make BC lethal. And I think if the linebackers can produce to a level that they need to, you know, to, that can just kind of contain some of these mobile quarterbacks, you know, guys like against like Georgia Tech or or Mackenzie Milton at Florida State, if he's, he's able to be mobile still, that will be a, a game changer. You're able to do that. You'll be able to get off the field. You'll be able to keep points off the board. So my second prediction is that Boston College's defense will be top 35, and that's in yards per game. I think they can do that. Now, in a moment, we're going to get to my final prediction for 2021, my final crazy prediction. And this is one that I think people are going to roll their eyes at the most. So you're going to want to check this out. And if you like this podcast, I want to tell you about Locked On ACC. Uh, it's a ho- it's a show hosted by Candace Cooper, who is a great host. She co-hosts with other um, ACC hosts from around the Lockdown Network, including myself. I co-host with her once a week. It talks about all the issues about ACC sports, all the topics. We jump in and talk about all sorts of crazy things. You've heard me talk about Syracuse and UNC and Virginia. It's not all about me, about Boston College. So if you like what you hear here and you want some more content from me, check out Locked On ACC. It's wherever you can find your favorite podcasts. Next, I want to tell you about Lucy.co. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked On College Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to get 20% off all your products on your first order, including gums or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Also, I must give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. This is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation Network. You can check out my work there. And if you haven't done so already, please become one of our premium subscribers. It's $1 for a month for the first month. And after that, it's the cup of, price of a cup of coffee to get some of the best Boston College recruiting news and insight that you're going to get anywhere on the, on the network or anywhere on the internet. You get me and I'm going to give you some great uh content that you're not going to find anywhere else. We've had um, scouting reports on Trey Berry and Sion Hala. So guys that you want to know more about, our subscribers know exactly what kind of player they're going to be and what they could do for Boston College. We've also got news and insight from me that you're not going to find anywhere else. You want to know who the next commitment's going to be? I've got some suggestions. You want to know where BC stands with a certain recruit? I can tell you all about that too. So become a premium member. It's only $1 for the first month, $5 for every month after that, and it's a great deal. I hope you uh, consider that. So let's get on to my third, uh, uh, third prediction of the show. Earlier, we said Phil Dracovic is going to have 300 yards per game. We also said the defense is going to be a top 35 defense this year. And to kind of wrap all that up, I'm pretty sure you can probably guess where this is going to go. I'm predicting Boston College wins 10 games in 2021. And, you know, many people might be thinking and listening going, 
AJ, this is a seven-win team. How can you think that they're going to win 10 games? Well, that's why I'm here to tell you they're going to win 10 games. And this is what's going to happen. This is the reason. So we said the offense, right? We looked at the offense. You saw Phil Dracovic, and I told you that offensive line, you have four players on that offensive line that are probably going to be NFL starters in a couple years. You have Christian Mahogany, who is still growing, and I still think he's going to be a solid offensive guard. I like what he can do. But around him are some of the best weapons in the ACC. Whether it's between Zay Flowers, Kobe White, CJ Lewis, Jelani Galloway, Trey Berry, Alex Sinkfield, they have a full complement of star caliber uh, weapons for Phil Dracovic to throw to. That offense is going to be awesome. It's going to be one of the best in the ACC. They're going to keep BC in any game they play in because they're able to move that ball so effectively and they can explode for points at any moment. We saw pieces of it last year. I feel like it's going to be even more pronounced this year. And on top of that, the defense will take that next step. Now, the defense has question marks, but I think that Jeff Halfley, of one thing he can do is play is coach defense. So he's going to continue to improve that defense. He's going to get... He had a full spring with them. He's going to get them to that next step. But I think the biggest piece is you include both of those. You have a coaching staff that I really think, you know, are, are on that precipice of taking the next step. But I look at that schedule. That schedule to me looks like 10 wins to me. And here's why. You have, going into the season, one ranked team on your schedule, and that would be Clemson. Now, you have some 50-50 games, and that's fair to look at, too. You have Missouri, NC State, Wake Forest, and Louisville that all could be 50-50 games. Virginia Tech, you have to look to see what they're going to be like. Are they going to be the Virginia Tech that clobbered Boston College, or are they going to be the team that limped into the offseason last year and could be on the verge of firing Justin Fuente? Now, I look at Halfley, and last year, what did we see? We saw a bunch of 50-50 games, and BC won most of them. They beat most of the teams that they should have beat. So you're looking at a schedule full of 50-50 games and a coaching staff that can beat those teams. And I think Boston College, at least in the regular season, should win nine of them. And I don't want to predict they're going to win a bowl game, though bowl games are kind of hard to predict. So I have BC at 10 wins, which is not what Vegas says. Vegas has them at six wins, right? Which I think is ludicrous. And and if I was a betting person, I'd find whatever website that was and just throw a good chunk of change on that because it seems like it'd be an easy investment and an easy uh, way to make some, some fast money. But I think Boston College is going to be on the verge of something special this year. Actually, not on the verge. They're going to do something special this year. This is the year Boston College football returns to relevancy. This is the year where Boston College is no longer the joke of, hey, you beat Boston College. (laughs) You hear from all the stupid SEC fans out there that do that every single day on Twitter. This is the year where Boston College gets back in and says, hey, oh, they beat a good Boston College team, or Boston College is a good team. They beat this team. And I'd like, you know what, on top of that, for all the SEC fans or Big 12 fans that, you know, um, are always ripping on BC. I'd love it for the bowl game to be against an SEC Big 12 school and like like a like a historical one, like Auburn or Texas A&M. And I'd love to see BC go out there and smoke them because that would be a great way for BC to kind of put their stamp on where they are as a program. Now, that's a big jump for BC, but when you have the be- one of the best quarterbacks in the country, when you have all your pieces falling into place behind a coach that ev- that their team believes in that could do that, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So I think BC's in for a big year. And we'll get into it throughout the summer. We'll talk all about what Boston College can do. But I look at that schedule. I, I think there's, other than Clemson, there's no game where BC will be a big underdog. 
you know, and, and honestly, BC, there's no reason BC can't hang with Clemson this year. I know it'll be at Death Valley, but you know, then that's not a game where I'm going, Oh, BC's going to lose 50 to five, 50 to seven or whatever they lost their last year under, uh, under Adazio. I still think that they could, they can bet they're going to have every game and they're going to be in every game this year. And that will lead to 10 wins. And they're going to be a top 25 team. That's my two predictions right there. And, I, and you know, they sound like, as I was saying a couple weeks ago, I don't want to come across as a honk. I don't want to come across as like a, like a someone who wears maroon and gold and just thinks this is going to happen. This is, you know, I cover this team. I look at what they can do and what is coming up. And I, this is what I believe. And I'll stick by it. And I'll, and I'll, I'll stick with my guns on this. These are my three predictions. You can hold me accountable. You can, you know, BC could go six, six and six this year. And you can go, AJ, you were so wrong. And I'll, I'll own up to it. But I don't think I'm going to be wrong on these three predictions. So we'll see what happens. This is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. Make sure if you like our podcast that you give us a five five-star review on Apple iTunes and write a little review. We'll do a five-star Friday soon. Uh, we'll be back again for tomorrow, uh, again for another show tomorrow. And I hope you join us as we'll have some more fun. Make sure to find us on Twitter at locked on BC. And you can follow me on Twitter at AJ black underscore BC. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you all again tomorrow. Take care, everyone.